just wonderful. He's just wonderful. How amazing you are. How excellent is your name, O oh God, in all the earth. You're our reason for being on our feet. You are the reason. And we say thank you. Speak now, Holy Spirit of God into every ear, every heart, and every life for the glory of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Looking at some people here who had been in the hospital and Hallelujah. they're sitting here. They were experiencing services. <laughs> but they're here. Praise the Lord for that. Well, our, our scripture today is Acts chapter 2. We were there last week. And um, Acts chapter 2, verse. 42, earlier in the service, Galatians chapter 2 was read, verses 41 through about 43, something like that. No, 11 or so through 13 in Galatians 2, somewhere around there. from Acts. Two forty-two, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship 
and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Last sentence of 47, and the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. We continue today with the same topic we were in last week, which was top priorities. This is top priorities, I guess, part two. Last week we were mentioned how when it comes to church growth, what we're really talking about is the people, are the people growing. We can have growth in terms of numbers but not have growth within. Mm -hmm. We said last week that what contributed to the church growth here was that they kept cooking. It says they were being saved. So when it comes to giving our lives to Christ. That is not simply an event, not simply something to be documented, written in a Bible. It, it means that we have made a confession perhaps of faith in that moment. We have made up our minds that we are going to be with Christ and Christ will be with us. But, but it means that we continue day by day in that. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness me. If, if a child stops growing, help, help me somebody. The child at age five still looks like the child did when the child was three and a half. Somebody ought to get a good doctor. Somebody ought to call. You understand my point. So, so we don't just grow in Christ automatically. We have to keep cooking. We shared last week that in addition to continuing to cook, how the church grew was from the word. We talked about the priority of the word. There is no substitute for the word of God. You ought to try it. In fact, this week is vacation Bible school. Classes for all ages. If you weren't planning on coming, consider this an invitation. It's 
to come on to vacation Bible school. Mm -hmm. But in addition to teaching and the word, our text here today says fellowship. Somebody say fellowship. Now let me suggest to you that our social circle is not the same as our fellowship circle. Our social circle is usually a lot larger than our fellowship circle. All right, let me put it like this. I was in Pittsburgh a few years back and uh, doing something at a church, and the pastor said to me, would you like to see a ball game? I said, sure. I like baseball. While the Pittsburgh Pirates aren't my team, I like baseball. You give me a good game, I'm all right. How about a game? All right, that's fine with me. So we went on over to the stadium and had nice seats. It was a nice afternoon. Didn't have to worry about mosquitoes and so forth and so have you. And had a beautiful time, and uh, it was a fine game. But the woman next to me, God love her. I'm on the edge of my seat watching the game, watching the whole thing, into everything. It's new ballpark. I'm interested in this. You know, how the ball's going to carry and everything. It's a lovely afternoon, and the river is there, and I'm watching people in the little boats try to catch up. Oh, I'm having a ball just enjoying the game. Well, the woman next to me ate all through the whole game. <laughs> Lord, have mercy, she ate through the whole game. <laughs> Buffalo wings. She's crunching celery. Has the dip. And what made it worse, she was a slow eater. I'm trying to enjoy the game. And she's taking forever. And she's got french fries and ketchup. I'm standing up trying to holler behind something. And you know, if you're a fan, you know, you see another fan, they're happy. And you, you don't even know each other, but you high five each other. You know, come on, the whole thing. You know, and she's crunching on celery. This is no time to crunch on celery. <laughs> then she wants ice cream. <laughs> then she's got to have her diet Pepsi. <laughs> and the whole time grinning. Anytime I had to turn my head in her direction, I was sorry. <laughs> now, maybe a nice woman. 
this woman. I said, maybe a very nice woman. But we weren't at the game for the same reason. Y'all right. don't hear me. She was at the game for food and fresh air. <laughs> Apparently, they don't let her out much. <laughs> oh, that was bad. <laughs> Excuse me. You know, our fellowship circle consists of not only nice people that we can have nice conversations with, we can have stimulating conversations with. That, that has its place, but our fellowship circle consists of people with whom we share the same purpose and the same goal. Same purpose, same goal. At any time, we're facing in the same direction on the major things of life. You know there are people in your life who you would invite to one thing and you would never invite them to something else. They're all right here, they're all right there, but you know, like I know, that the two of you are not on the same page. You don't drink from the same fountain around some other matters and the deep things of life, you know the two of you do not have in common. Social circle. Social circle. We can have fun and enjoy ourselves, but it doesn't produce growth in Christ. We all have them. Isn't that right? Amen. But if we are going to grow, oh my God, growing means that we begin to notice and seek others who are like-minded and of like heart in Christ. need you to do something more than to respect my Jesus. We may not always agree, but I need you, if we're going to be in fellowship, you got to do something more than respect my God. I need you to appreciate and know in your gut that God is real. That Jesus is alive. 
You may have a particular view of God. Your, your, your favorite preferred view of God may be different than my preferred usual go-to view of God. But if we can agree on who Jesus is and love him and seek him, I think we can be all right. There was a time when we didn't fellowship with different denominations. We thought we could only fellowship with ourselves. Baptists were fellowshipping in one corner, Pentecostals in another corner, Presbyterians in another. What do you think heaven is going to be like? One corner, the Pentecostals, Jesus, oh, the Baptists are too quiet. Honey, there's going to be a hush in heaven for a while just when the Lamb shows up. But then on the other hand, the Baptists thought the Pentecostals were too loud. There's going to be praise, nothing but praising God forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. All those instruments, oh, my God, the Bible says, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise him with the tambourine. Praise him with this instrument. Praise him with anything that can make a sound ought to be sounded in God's praise. Clap your hands is what the Bible says. Dance unto the Lord. You better glad you've got legs to dance. Honey, you ought to be glad you have hands to clap. Hey! Oh yeah! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Now. We're going to get to heaven and some of us going to fall out and die all over again. Because we're going to be shocked that other people are there. sure hope heaven doesn't just look like me. I wouldn't want God to only want people like me. Honey, that would be boring. I don't want to be with myself forever in a day. Fellowship expands us, expands our mind, enables us to see and value and love God in ways that we don't normally think of. Lord, have mercy. <laughs> Fellowship. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Well, do you know some of us, we will fellowship in the church. 
fellowship in the church and have no problems. But then if we see each other in one of these social circles, then all of a sudden, there's no fellowship going on. I can't get any help in here. You see, this, this was the situation in Galatians. Peter had been fellowshipping with the Gentiles, enjoying their company. They were enjoying his company, he and Barnabas, their company. But then the big shots came from the denomination. Big shots came from the Jews. Came there and all of a sudden, you don't know me like you used to. All of a sudden, the Bible says that Peter stepped back, acted like he didn't know them at all. And Paul jumped in his face and basically said, what is wrong with you? I love the Bible. Don't you love the Bible? What is your problem? You're a hypocrite. You want to get along with everybody when the big shots aren't around? But when they show up, you won't own your friends as your friends, the same ones you've been praying with, the same ones you witnessed to, the same ones you shared the word with. What is wrong with you? Peter, check yourself. Check yourself. Tell your neighbor, check yourself. Hey, check yourself. Now tell your neighbor, don't get funny when you see somebody when you're not expecting to see them. Tell them. Don't get funny. Don't get funny. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes. All of a sudden, you get to. Little friends from your club. Now you don't want your club members to know who your prayer warriors are. Top 
priorities. The church is not a structure. The church is a living organism. We are the body of Christ. And I can't get rid of my arm anytime I want to. You know what that means? That means if, if, if uh, Reverend Andrews is my arm, I can't forget him. Y'all don't hear me. He is always my arm wherever I am. I'm connected to him. He's connected with me. Dr. Glover, you know him? He has an accent. Honey, you better listen to that accent. The whole world is full of accents. You go somewhere else, you got an accent. Yes, this is my brother, and I love him. Yeah, he got an accent. What's wrong with you? some functions don't let it rain. You know why? If it starts raining then the umbrellas came, come out. So you're the only one at your table with an umbrella representing your sorority. Everybody else got a different umbrella and they're looking at you. You better forget. You better realize everybody needs an umbrella. Forget that I'm the only one in this place with a certain umbrella. It doesn't matter, we're all gonna get wet if we don't use what God has given us. Put that mess aside. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. See, our priorities mean that we welcome being of the same mind. same goal and you know if we have the same goal there's no room for us to fight like cats and dogs over it did I say that there's no need you know what that means that means in every group there's no room for us to be aggressive with one another. 
whether it's a, a group in a church, or, there's no room when you have the same mind and when you have the same purpose. That purpose is greater than me insisting that it's my time to be the leader. Y'all don't hear me. That purpose is greater. Don't you see the state of the world that we're living in? How dare we be petty on whose turn it is? I got a badge. You don't have the same badge. I need gloves. You don't have a glove. You don't have to. You just check yourself. Just excuse me. Lord, help me, Jesus. Yes, Lord Jesus. Well, this fellowship means it speaks to our life together. Somebody say together. Our life together in Christ. Together in Christ. Yes. Now, let me put it like this. I was standing here looking at the congregation and I was searching for heads with braids. I was trying to search to see who had braids. You got braids, I said you got braids. I was looking for all the braids. All the braids. Yes, all right, thank you. Thank you, I see the braids. Now why am I talking about braids? You know, when you're gonna braid hair, you have three sections, of, is, is, is that right? And uh, you see what happens is, in order to do this thing, see, you take one of those sections from the outside. Am I right about it? And you bring it over. The one in the middle. Yes, yes. And then you take the other one, you bring it over. Yes. You see, you gotta wrap the outsides around the one that's in the middle. If you're gonna have a braid. You see, twisting hair, it doesn't hold like braiding. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, you got to braid your hair. You see, what happens is that the church can't hold and stay on course if we're just twisted. No. My thinking and your thinking we trying to make sense of each other's minds. But when Christ 
is our common denominator. And Christ is our goal. Christ is our purpose. Then I take my mind, my personality, my views, my past, and I wrap around Christ. And then, and then you, you, you wrap yourself around Christ. And the church can hold, or, or to change the image, we, we, you, if you're going to have a basket, a basket is a basket because it's been woven. Fellowship means we are woven together, we are braided together as one in Christ because of the activity of the Holy Spirit we become one in Christ and one with one another that's right isn't it and you know when you have braids Invariably, somebody comes along and they want to play in your hair. That's true. That is true, isn't it? That's true. And one of the things that is your peace of mind is that even if they sneak up on you and mess with your hair, which is not advisable, but even if they go there, your braids are still attached because your braids are part of the head. Christ himself is the head and the Lord of the church and as long as we desire to be connected to him, even if someone comes and tries to mess with us, we are still fundamentally held in place. Oh, bless his name. Winds may blow this way, winds may blow that way, Someone may sneak up and try to mess with us here, there, or yon, but thank God for Christ who is our head. Thanks be to God for Christ. Or as it used to be said, someone would stand up and they'd say, first, giving honor to God who is the head of my life. He's the head of my life. And because he's the head of my life, everything about my life wants to wrap around him. 
And as I wrap around him, it's easy for me to await you coming on in. And together he weaves, he makes of us a strong, a strong demonstration of his glory and peace in the world. If you're here today, if you're here today, would you stand please? The doors of the church are open. You're here and you haven't wrapped around Christ. You're here and you have a social circle, but not a fellowship circle. The fellowship circle begins with Christ. I want to invite you to come know Jesus Christ. I want to invite you to join this church. Join us as we wrap around him and serve him in this present hour. Are you here? Won't you come? If that's you, just step out into the aisle and walk right down. We'll, we will meet you. There might be someone in the balcony or someone's in the balcony. Come on down. Come on and say yes to Jesus Christ as your Savior and your Lord. Come on and join St. Paul. Are you here? Oh, to his hand.